Okay. Bruchem welcome everyone. We continue in the Archas Chaim of the Rush. We're up to Ois Kuf Chaf Beis. Kuf Chaf Gimel. Kuf Chaf Beis. Al Tichas Ve'ishtacha. Do not be angry. Do not get angry at your wife. Ve'imrachak Ta'oisa Besmoel. Karev Be'yamin Beloy Ichor. If you have pushed her away with your left hand, bring her close with your right hand without delay. Now, what is the rush saying? Don't get angry at your wife. We already know you can't get angry at anybody. In Oizvav, the rush said, So what's the rush adding? Clearly he's adding there's a special azhara to, be ang- to get angry at one's wife because it's more frequent and she is meshubid to you and we're concerned maybe... Uh, Therefore, you'll be makbid with her, and you'll come to anger. You know, we find that Rachel Imenu, she said after Yosef was born, God has gathered in my shame. Rashi says, so long as a wife doesn't have a son, there's no one to put the blame on. Once she has a son, she could put the blame on him. Who broke the clay? Ah, your son. Who ate the figs? Your son. So we see even in the house of Avraham, Yitzchak and Yaakov, there was a chashash, maybe they'll come to Hakpada, even a small Hakpada, and that could cause a lack of Shalom bias. And therefore, the, Rachel said, Oh, Baruch Hashem, I don't have, I'm not subject to that anymore. Asaf Hashem is Kharpasi. Now, this idea that if you pushed away your wife with her, your left hand, you should bring her close with your right hand, comes from the Gemara and says, Mem Zayin, where the Gemara says, Tanya Rib Shimbin Alazar Oimer. The Yetzer Hara, a child and a woman, you should push them with their, their left hand and bring them close with the right hand. By the way, uh, it was, it's been suggested by Rav Simcha Wasserman, if you push someone with your left hand and bring them close with the right hand, you turn them around. You turn them into a different person. But anyway, Rashi says, a woman, her... Um, She's daitan kala, the imir defua tetsa There's a danger that a woman might uh, veer off and venture off into forbidden territory if she feels being uh, rejected. Now, what do chazal mean? You should push away with your left hand and bring close with your right hand. Simply, it means it's to teach that you need to bring close more than you need to distance. And every time you distance, even for a purpose, you have to make sure to bring close where the person feels that the bringing close is more than the casting away. And that's how the Rebetzal Jolti explains it. It's somewhat difficult, says Rav Goldberg, because Rashi says that when it says, small it's referring to Tashmashamita, meaning don't cast it away completely. But bring it close with your right hand. Don't be disgusted with Periyavarivya. And it would seem, says with Goldberg, that one should definitely refrain and curtail the Yitzhahara for relations more than he draws it close. And therefore, if Goldberg goes on to say that small doichav yimin mekarev means an attitude. Smile refers to Midas Hadin, Yamin refers to Midas Harachamim, and the Kavana is don't push it away with two hands. 
but you need some kind of confluence of Midas Hadin and Midas Arachamim. So this is a special admonition. Don't get angry, but especially don't get angry at one's wife. And if you, there was a need to push away with your left hand, you need to bring close with your right hand. And in a sense, you need to bring close even more than you need to push. And then the Rosh adds, Do not shame your wife. Honor her. Now, obviously, um, if you're going to honor her, then you can't shame her. So it seems like it's saying not only should you not despise, dis- um, disparage your wife, but you even need to go beyond that. You need to honor her. And steer her away, remove her from sin. Now, the reason why it's so important to honor your wife, excuse me, let's go back to the previous statement uh, for a moment where the Ross said you need to bring her close without delay. The Gemara says in Saita, a man and a woman, if they are Zoycha, the Shechina resides among them. And therefore, when there's Shalom Bayis, there is Hashra Sashchina. And when there's no Shalom Bayis, then the Shechina is far. And that's why Rachel was so pleased when Asaf Hashem is Pasi, Oh, Baruch Hashem, the Rebbe has gathered my shame. Because if there would be any lack of Shalom Bayis in the house of Yaakov and Rachel, then what would happen would be a lack of Shechina. And if, uh, if somebody broke a mug and we have no one to blame it on, and if there's some element of blame on Rachel, then it's going to be a lack of Hashras Hashchina. So Rachel was so happy, Baruch Hashem, now the next time something breaks, we'll blame it on my kid, and it will preserve the Shalom, and if we preserve the Shalom, it will increase and enhance the Hashras Hashchina. So we see how easy, how tenuous Shalom Bayis is, even for Yaakov and Rachel. If, someone, if something would break in the house, it could potentially disturb the peace. And now that there is someone to blame it on, namely a new a kid, then it would preserve the shalom and preserve the Hashra Sashrina. Now, the Rosh Sennanois Kufchav Gimel, do not disparage your wife, honor her. Question is, you don't have to disparage anybody. You can't shame anybody. And obviously, if you need to honor her, you can't disparage her. So just say, honor her. So the Rav Goldberg says what the rush means here is that since you need to honor her, if you don't do that, you have to be concerned that she's going to feel that you're disgracing her. Don't, you have an obligation to honor your wife. And if you don't honor your wife, it's like shaming her. So therefore the Rosh says, don't shame her and honor her because it's dependent one on the other. And then the Rosh ends off, remove her from sin. Meaning, often a wife may act inappropriately or not stay on the Darach Hayashar because to a certain degree she feels that rejected or not appreciated. And the way to ensure that one's wife stays B'derach HaToyrah is through proper, by properly honoring her. In fact, that's how the Toysus Yom Tif interprets it. Do not shame your wife at all. Honor her. And by doing so, you will keep her away from sin. Uh, Rabbi Tzal Jolti explains it a little bit differently. That even though we just said, don't shame your wife and honor her, but don't think, okay, 
so I see her doing something inappropriate. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. Maybe I shouldn't steer her correctly. Because after all, I have to honor her. I can't shame her. No, you need to balance the need to honor her and not shame her with the obligation of uh, steering her uh, on the right path. Rabbi Tzal Jolti brings the Chazal that be a, a, a vater in your house. Something spills, so gamzu l'tayva. Your oil goes sour, gamzu l'tayva. But if your wife's doing something improper, you have to um, you have to steer her right. So that's the juxtaposition over here. We said in Kuv Chavbeis, don't get angry at your wife. And don't shame her. And honor her. But on the other hand, in Yone Yerushamayim, don't be so forgiving. But rather, you need to steer her in the right path. But again, make sure not to shame her. And it has to be with Kavod. But in that context, and in that procedure, and in that um, approach of not shaming her, and honoring her, and not getting angry at her, you also have to steer her in the right path. Okay, Marv Rabbi Say, thanks everyone for joining. Tomorrow there will not be Achas Chaim Madrash of a wedding. Um, we'll continue as Wednesday, Kuv Chav Have yourselves a wonderful day. Kaltov.